Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And welcome back to Wrestling Mindset. Today we have with us the great David Swiger, the Tiger from Nova Wrestling Club. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I either go by Coach David or uh, Swiger like Tiger or uh, Swagger since I've been about 10. So uh, people know who I am when you say that. Thanks a lot for having me today. I really look like having a lot of fun today. It's uh, love our sport. It's a great world's best, oldest sport. So uh, thanks for everything you do in support and making it very visible. Oh, absolutely. Now excited to have you. So let's kick things off. Talk about yeah. the, uh, the, the the genesis of Nova Wrestling Club. How did everything get started with you? Yeah, funny story, right? So um, my son was starting a little late. He was starting in sixth grade. You know, I wrestled up in Western Pennsylvania for college. And um, when I knew my son was going to be getting to a certain age, wanted to get him in, but he was a little gun shy, eventually got him in. And then I'm like, as soon as I got him in, I'm like, what I need to do is find a private club. I don't want to be in a high school. I don't want to be tied to not being able to get in. I don't want to be tied to saying you can't get in the room because it's a snow day or a teacher day. So I went online in Northern Virginia where we're based. So again, you know, Nova Wrestling Club based in Fairfax, Virginia. And I started just looking around the Northern Virginia area. I knew what I'd be looking for. Uh, made a donation to this club called uh, Nova Wrestling Club. They had a, a GoFundMe page. And funny enough, it was Tanner Swells, who's now out of Valiant Prep. And um, yeah, I, I donated him 250 bucks for mats. And then the next thing you know, we started talking. I jumped in and he just got it started. I was one of the first coaches. And uh, here we are eight years later and built a powerhouse around here. And I just kind of helped build everything from the ground up. And last year we brought in, you know, we've always had a, speaking of philosophy, a PA and VA, all of our, pretty much all of our coaches have always been D1 guys out of uh, PA. I had a couple of Virginia guys from George Mason. At one point we had four guys that have coached in the NCAA. So uh, recently I brought in Joe Kemmer, who's a very famous two-time Kutztown national champ and uh also was on their uh the u.s greco university team back in the day so we've been uh putting it to a lot of people around here and just building our sport so that's really where uh nova is about that's awesome 
And now what, what were some of the, as you, as you got started, really, what, how did you build things up? Right. So like, what did you, what did you learn as you were starting the wrestling club? What things were working? What wasn't working? How did you grow over time? Yeah, it's a great question. And this is where I think Nova's uh, made uh, the club very special and different in our area. Um, what I do for a living is I'm an enterprise account executive for large fortune 500 companies. And, and um, I end up a sales guy, but I go in and deal with other executives. So when we started, uh, I came in and I just said, hey, I'll, I'll help do the coaching. And it was uh, me and another coach. And um, as a dad, just jumping in, I was just there to help. And by the end of the season, I did all the admin. I did all of the uh, uh, basically all of the operations stuff. You know, as a janitor, I was the, you know, the van guy because we have our own van. Um, and at the end of it, I, I, I told Tanner, I said, hey, you know, um, we need to organize things a little better. So he and I talked about it. And I said, I will build you a sensational club. And I said, but a couple things. I do not want to build out a traditional club. What I want to build is a professional level guys that are invested, that are getting paid for to come in and coach. So we have their focus. We have their commitment. We are looking to get college level coaches that and the guys that have been there, done that at that level, ideally D1. I said, I don't want the wrestling dads. Not going to get into it. Not interested in anything like that. I just see one key guy build a club over five, seven years. His guy hits high school and goes to college and the club collapses. Typical story. So I said, I wanted to build an entity that would last. So here's something that you learn in college when you're a business guy. Uh, there was uh, two guys that got together and wanted to build a cult, build a, a business. And they said, well, what should we sell? What are we going to offer everybody? What kind of services? And they bumped heads for two weeks. And eventually the one guy looks at the other and said, I think we're going about this all wrong. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, we're looking at the wrong thing. If we really want to build a global powerhouse in the way of business, we should really talk about our vision, the mission, and the philosophy behind everything. doesn't matter. Products come and go. People are going to come and go. But we got to figure out if we have that kind of culture, what kind of people are we going to attract? And everything else will take care of itself. That was Hewlett and Packard, the number four global company in the world. So we kind of took that approach and I said, that's what I want to build. I want to build the, the not the not the I, but the, the we over the me. Uh, we really wanted to build little monsters, as we call them, on the mat. But we were more concerned with off the mat. We wanted to take physical, mental, and emotional, or the 3D. We have all of our coaches go through 3D fundamental training, and even some of us have done the advanced, and I'll talk about the certifications that we had. And we kind of came up with that framework and said, this is what's going to make us different. So first off, we're running it like a business. Our, because our hobby, even though it's our hobby, you have to have money to run a hobby. And it doesn't matter if you're just out in the middle of Pennsylvania anywhere, you know, wherever that may be, or somebody that we're fortunate to be in one of the fastest, biggest growing areas in the country and one of the richest uh, counties in the country. Um, so our mission is real. Our vision is really simple. We wanted to provide the best private, safest, healthiest, best equipped facility. And we wanted to do it with the most certified, the highest level coaches that we could get and do it for an age group between anything under 18, four to 18. It didn't matter if it was for fun and just to get them on the mat to open them up into there. Our real goal is to retain them and then always drive it. We've had two guys get on Olympics teams for uh, 
uh, and train for Puerto Rico. And that was our vision. And then our mission is really to become a powerhouse in the Mid Atlantic. And that really is Maryland, DC, Virginia, North Carolina, a bit of West Virginia, just a little bit maybe into Pennsylvania, right? Since we're in a little different area. And then our philosophy is on our wall. If you see the videos, we if you go to the same logo here on our Facebook, uh, our Instagram was hacked. So sorry if anybody uh, had additional hacks, but I just got it back. We put our technique in up there. But you'll see the on our video, you'll see our club. You'll see all the banners that we've won over the last several years. We built a real powerhouse. And it's all basically built on our off-the-mat philosophies saying you got to be a good little monster, meaning home, school, and the club is the triangle that they live in. And we want to teach them philosophies physically, mentally, and emotionally off the mat to build upward social mobility. And we put them in a pressure situation in a great sport called wrestling to physically, mentally, and emotionally test those kids and then help them learn along the way. And that's really our philosophy and kind of how we got started, where we're at, to, you know, where we, how we got built out the model. And then we've just accelerated through there to our big vision. Does that help? Yeah, that's great. And I like that to begin um, the golden circle, beginning with why, right? A lot of people yeah. begin with, like you said, what people say, who is that, Simon Sinek? I mean, it's just, it's timeless knowledge, right? But begin with the why, the mission, and the vision. Don't don't begin with the what you're going to do. Like you said, there's a lot of wrestling clubs out there, but what are our principles? What are our philosophies? What are we about? And let that emanate from the inside out, right? It's kind of like, I think about the difference between the words enthusiasm and excitement. They sound the same. But excitement means from without. Enthusiasm, E-N, means from within. And you find that that's, that's, that's ultimately what drives people, and that's what's going to drive a business. Yeah, and I can tell you being a leader of a, uh, uh, an organization, listen, there was a time where we, our very first day we opened up the doors, there were four kids in our room with a great coach, Ollie Cooperwood, who's uh, still a super close friend of mine. Um, the, the guy's just absolutely one of the best. If you ever take him, everyone's like, he's my favorite coach. I just love Ollie. And, um, we started from there. Then we thought, oh my gosh, we are killing it. It's three years later. We're at VAWA, which is Virginia wrestling association States for youth. Oh my God. What a big day. We have 28 kids, right? Can't believe it. Now, now we won States out of 130 teams this year for folk. We've won freestyle and Greco for the last three years in Virginia out of 115 teams. We've won super states um, for high school in, in a couple other divisions. So, you know, this year out of the 14 divisions, uh, we were in top three and 14 of them. Uh, the one that we missed, I think there was some numbers of people that were missed. We, we came in fourth and missed it by a half a point. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm telling you kind of this background, not to tell you that Nova is so great. What I'm telling you is we were in the same position as whoever's listening to this and you can do it. You have, and we always extended olive branches to any club that's in Northern Virginia. We're friends with them. We will extend an olive branch. I've had other clubs and people starting clubs come to me and say, come over to Nova. We'll sit you down. We'll show you our entire business plan. We'll, we had at one point, we were like, we will introduce you to our pro bono lawyer and also give you the market, our marketing person, and we'll help you get started. And they're like, why would you do that? Because everybody's so my wrestler, my club, fingerprints on everybody. And we were, and from the very beginning, we were like, we are going to keep our brand absolutely just like a business golden. And that would tarnish our brand. That would tarnish who we are. That would tarnish why we are doing what we were doing. 
And that's what makes us different because it is the we before the me. It is about the kids. I've done this for eight years. I don't take any money. This is my hobby. There's times through COVID I was putting in 60 hours on top of a you know, Fortune 500 job. It was brutal. I gave up my friends. I gave up all that stuff. I was focused on my son. I was focused on uh, him getting Boy Scouts and wrestling and just the club. That's all I did. And it was a great trade-off and um, helped out impact a lot of families. And that is what's made us different. And then when people come, we focus heavily on technique. And when we tell them about what we designed, why we designed it this way, and what their children and families, not just them as wrestlers, but we'll teach them the best technique that you've ever seen. Uh, we will teach them on and off the mat. And then we will help build them up to get them that next level. We've sent kids to college where Tanner Swell is the original founder of this. He started recruiting Accelerator. And, um, you know, that was to take kids and match them um, for wrestling and their skill set of wrestling, their grades, and try to find the right institution for them and actually get them wrestling and money. And we've gotten kids that their parents never thought that they were ever going to go to college and got them money and sent them to the next level. That's the bigger picture about what our sport is about. And it teaches you how to struggle every day because here's what I always tell our kids. No one is coming to save you. It's, I mean, it, the, the attitude, we just got to be banding together like that with wrestling. The, the, um, the collective, we is greater than me. That's big. And I mean, the wrestling world needs that. It's, a, it's, it's out there for sure. There's a lot of good people who are doing things. Uh, like yourself, but but not everyone, right? There's that territorial a lot of times. And I think that's also just coming, that's mindset. That's a scarcity paradigm. That if you grow the sport, that's better for everyone. Even if some people go to a different club, so what? It's like we if we grow a mindset, some people are working with sports psychologists, some people are working with us. What do we care? People are getting help. The sport is, is going to be great. And ultimately that's going to be better for everyone. So I, I think you have to have that macro vision on, on how this plays how this plays out with everyone. And like you said, there's the macro vision and also the micro vision, keeping things golden. I'm not going to yeah. compromise who I am and what I do because that would tarnish, that would tarnish the brand and the reputation, which is very important having that good name. Yeah. So some of the, the thinking, and I I've exposed this and I've told this to a lot of other club and club owners and just coaches. A wrestler is not ours. I am very complimented. If a wrestler tells me that I'm his coach, I don't even consider myself a coach, right? When someone says coach, it always sounds weird to me because I'm just helping. I'm a helper. Um, when someone says that we're their club, my heart gushes. But we're just one person a lot of many helping them get to that next level. And sometimes I've got to tell my own kids, you've seen too, too much of this room. You need to go out and kind of venture out. And I'm going to send you over to my buddy here and there. And things happen. We've had kids that move and go to other areas. We get them set up. Our goal is to, number one, make people aware of the sport. Number two, get the young kids into it. And then number three, retain them in the sport. Uh, my buddy actually runs uh, a local club here that's kind of just federation level. And then we're, of course, the club level, for those who don't know that. But, you know, they, we were actually uh, the McLean Lions. We were the largest group. They'd have like basically 80 kids uh, for youth wrestling for just winter program. 
And we did a study on it for over a couple of years and found that only 24% of kids that are in sixth to eighth grade go on to wrestle in high school. What a loss. How are we losing close to 75% of kids that are out there? And because we're in a big, very expensive area, there's usually a lot of three, two sport kids. Why is this not their number one sport? Why aren't the parents buying in? Coaches only coach to the kids and they're like, I don't want to deal with the parents. We do a very good job with the parents and say, this is what you're getting for your money. This is the buy-in. And parents have it, if they ever do leave, they're just like, oh man, I wish I didn't have to because they're like, you guys have done so much for us off the mat. So we create that community, our own network. We call it the Nova family. And um, you know, when people are in it, we've done some really great things for people um, again, on and off the mat. So 100%, that's the macro. And when we get them in the room, it's real, literally there. These are the rules of Nova, you know, to be, you know, my coach was an Iowa guy, right? So thanks, Robert Ursland. Appreciate everything you've done for me. It's always great to hear from you. Um, but it was to be early is to be on time. To be on time is to be late. When you cross over the threshold, flip the switch. It's all about wrestling. This is your safe place. Out there is all your problems. They will still be there. doesn't matter if your room's not clean, homework, bad day, friend, whatever. You come in here. I need you focused on yourself so you don't get hurt or your partner. Everything goes in a locker. There's the restrooms. We water up. Have your stuff on. We always start on time. To be early is to be late, and to be late just isn't going to work. So, and at the end of the day, when you're in here, let's go. And that's really simple. That's the micro. And then guess what? When a coach is talking, don't talk. You know, I tell kids all the time, I stop and I'll look at them. And I, sometimes I won't even say anything. I'll just stare at them. And they're doodling around, playing with their shoes. They love playing with our mat tape and we want to kill them. I don't know why they're always ripping mat tape up. And we look at them and then they look back and go, do I have your attention now? And they're like, yeah. I go, let me ask you a question. Or if they're talking, I go, let me ask you a question. Do you do this at school? And they're like, oh no, I would never do that at school. I go, do you do this at home? And they're like, I would never do this at home. I go, why do you do it in here? And they get confused, like what? And I go, you do realize that this is a classroom. This is an educational process of you learning a martial art. You're here to learn. And the student will appear or the teacher will appear when the student is ready to learn. You're here. And if you're distracting me, you're distracting the other kids. And on average, we're a very fortunate club. We've probably got about 150 kids that come in. You know, we have three classes. We have a beginners and advance, uh, beginners, youth and advance. And we're usually clipping during most of the year. We're hitting about 30 kids, right? So we're rolling through 90 kids in a day. And, um, you know, and that's why I brought in Joe, Joe Kemmer, super close friend of mine, one of my best friends. Um, and then he's one of the best clinicians I've ever seen. He's got a spectacular system, probably about 450 moves. My son's been under him for five years and doesn't matter. We've got a process from that one, two, three level. And that's during the week on a Monday through Thursday. If you want to come over to Nova, 530 through 930, we don't charge drop-in fees. If you, here's another philosophy. You're coming to my house. What does every parent teach you? Bring a gift, bring something to drink, bring over a bottle of wine, bring some food, add to the party, right? I would never charge anybody walking into my house to come over to visit me. So why would I do it as a club? Plus, and other things is it's an interview process. We tell people, hey, we want to sign up. I'm like, they're like, do we do it online? I'm like, no, just come on over. Check us out online. 
ask all your friends, but I want you to come over and experience why we're different. You walk into our club, they look around, it's like really clean, got all the banners up there. They can sit in the room. I'm not a big fan of parents sitting in the room, but we allow it to do it. That's Joe's thing. We always laugh about it. But we have a private lounge with three with leather chairs, three desks, free Wi-Fi, three big screen TVs, closed caption on those, on those. So we make it comfortable for the parents that they can either drop a kid off and leave and feel safe, drop the kid off and they go inside and do work. Or guess what? They get in the room. Example, Chris Gilbert, thank you very much for you and your family. Absolutely spectacular family. They have two kids. If you, if you know these little boys, I mean, there's Chase and Cam Gilbert. One's just one USA uh, Kids Nationals, bang and bang for freestyle and Greco. And his brother uh, uh, was uh, uh, first and second as well. Lost to another local kid. Thanks, Rampage. You guys, uh, they're kind of our Kiss and Maryland cousins. So they do a great job. And Jason Kiesling over there, we always pump up. Again, we always advertise other clubs. I've had clubs send me stuff to my Instagram. Before my Instagram got hacked, I had 43,000 followers on Instagram. I did that in about three and a half months. I'm in IT. I like doing business. It's a lot of fun. But we are very good about understanding the resources of our club and leveraging them. And if you have something special and people think it's special, they want to join you. And when you actually prove and hit those expectations and exceed those expectations, they always come to you and said, we're so happy to be here. We feel special that we're here. And we want to add value to the club and help you guys in what you're doing. And we've got some high-powered people around the D.C. inside the Beltway area, right? And some of that is money, et cetera. I, I'm open about it. There was one point, and one of Tanner's gifts uh, was really doing some fundraising. At one point, our club had $80,000 um, you know, in the bank. That allowed us to do things, not just collecting money, but it allowed us to give back. We got a van. Uh, thanks to uh, 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 Jay McKay, Chevrolet here locally. And that allowed us to take kids at pretty much no cost to the family up to tournaments. And we spend all of our time in Pennsylvania. Again, PA and VA, right? Love Pennsylvania. We'll, we'll go anywhere. We got kids jumping on planes and going everywhere. And we're still a small club. That's uh, some like, you know, key 15 kids. Um, but we'll extend those olive branches of, there are some kids that can't afford the wrestling. Even though, you know, and, and guess what? There's some kids that we used to say, guess what? Come in, you can pay half. You, your son needs, your son is the type of kid that we want in our room. They need to be in here. We, we're going to pay for it. We've got a pro bono money and we'll, we'll bring it in. Uh, there's kids that he has so much potential and he kind of hit that just in the room, but his family didn't have the fees. Guess what? We're going to a tournament this weekend. We, it's a day tournament. You guys want to come with us? We'll throw you in the van. Or if it's overnight, we'll pay for the room. So the, some kids didn't have his shoes. Guess what? There's a box outside. Some people were just out groomed. Grab a free one. Grab a free headgear. We just want to get your kid on the mat and experience our spectacular sport. And as a parent, under our guidance, because we have such a such a spectacular network of people and high level people on all rungs of life that are just happy to be here 
and will give back to you because they feel special. They'll make you feel special. And because it's kind of a family, you'll be surprised at some of the things that they do for you. Like we've had deaths in, in um, you know, unfortunately things happen in life. Somebody recently got cancer, the wife passed away and they're doing a council session in the back, just six gentlemen in the back, helping the other guy. And it almost makes you put a tear in your eye, you know? So, you know, again, philosophy is not just about the micro. And that's why I'm being so strong about my message today. And I want to kind of flip that on its head a little bit and talk about my personal experience with Z mindset. I can't tell you, you know, the first time, I mean, I've always known about mind training and stuff. Um, I remember somebody telling me that Tony, I was listening to uh, some an Iowa guy I was listening to Tony Ramos and he said his parents got him into it and he's a monster. He's just so well known for it. Um, and then you came out and I said, yeah, that's something I got to get into. And guess what? It's, it can be a large investment. I'm not going to lie. You know, it is, it's not for the faint of heart in that regards, but if you really want your kid to be on that national level um, example, my son just got into a great institution called Lehigh. So uh, we're super pumped. Can't wait. Go mountain Hawks, right? Um, he's going to go do a three-year ROTC and he's going to wrestle under Pat Santoro and the team. So uh, I cannot say enough spectacular things about the program and upward social mobility. And, you know, it was the Z mindset training that really helped him get there. Keenan Bethia, who's a local guy, George Mason has worked with my son. He did it for the contract 12 months. And there's times where he said, Hey, you know, just call me when you got a problem. And, um, we've met a lot of the, uh, Z mindset guys. And I got to tell you, they like our philosophy. They are here to help your kid. And I can tell you the big match, my son's in the semifinals against the kid. I thought he was going to have in the finals. Um, and it, it's third period, every, every dad's worst nightmare. It's third period state semifinals. And he's got the kid that who's the toughest kid in the bracket. And it's three, four, he's losing seven seconds left in the third. And I'm like freaking out. I got my buddy Ollie next to me, got a bunch of coaches. Everyone's like, holy crap. We all know what's going down, right? And my son's freaking out. And all of a sudden I saw him go calm. And he went like this and he goes, and I said, he's doing, I looked right at my buddy and hit him. I go, he's resetting right now, Z mindset. And I'm like, come on, baby. Takes, go, whistle goes, shot for the setup on a double. Kid goes back and plays the edge, drives in, trip takes him down in three seconds. Kid hits the ground two points with three seconds left. Whole entire place down in Virginia Beach Sports Center went nuts. I don't think anybody saw another match. So from me and my son and my family to you guys, thank you very much because I credit you guys for uh, helping us win a state title. Went on, won it in the finals, won districts, won states, won regions. So all three of them. The time is now to take your mindset to the next level with Wrestling Mindset. Make sure you go to our website, WrestlingMindset.com, and sign up for your free trial session today. Don't wait any longer. You want the mental edge right now. When you sign up for the free trial session, you're also going to get a copy of our free ebook, Building the Predator Mindset. This book has helped thousands of people build confidence, relax under pressure, get motivated, and build mental toughness in wrestling, school, and life. Make sure you sign up for your free trial session today. Oh, that's, that, that's awesome what a story man and, and i mean and the fact look here's the thing even if he do, even if he didn't win the match the fact that he had something to go to and he gave himself a chance 
that's all we could hope for. You can never guarantee success, but all you could do is raise your chances. And the fact that he was able to execute his reset button in probably the most stressful moment, you know, in, in a sport that he could have been in, that's tremendous. That goes back to the video that we both posted out today about the, you know, 15 seconds of a whistle start, get, get that, get that hard shot in. Yeah. That's you know, um, you know, uh, TK McGonigal, who was a monster back in the day, just left the uh, lock Haven and started his life. So TK, thank you for everything you've done. He calls it, Hey, you got to put him in the fire, not a fire, your fire. You got to go action, 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 action. So, you know, I took what you had up today on that and I put lights camera and in big words i put action you've got to go action it doesn't matter if you're on the mat or off the mat some people get confused and think knowledge is power i know all the moves and everything it's not knowledge is not power acting upon knowledge is power and that power is confidence internally and you think you're gonna have there's some kids that have confidence on the mat not confidence off the mat and flip-flop we try to take both of those and blend them together to make good little humans and tough little monsters on the mat. And that's really what I think our sport overall is really, really about. And it's why it's so addictive. Why would I, who's going to be 53 next month, and holy crap, I thought I was done with wrestling in college and everything. And then this comes back around like a like an old addiction. And I'm like, oh, gosh. And, you know, I'm putting 60 hours in making zero money just to help people out. I could have built a small fortune 500 company with the effort, but I'm not alone. And I want to warn everybody, there's different stages you got to go to. And, you know, we have people in our club and they're climbing that mountain. I tell them, here's where, here's where you were, here's where you're at. Here's what you're going to see. And right when you think on that big mountain, you're like, oh, there's the top. You get through the clouds and then there's another level. And then you get through that and you see the clouds and like I'm at the top. The mountain's bigger than you think. And it takes a village. You cannot be a wrestling dad, people. You kill your own kids' desires. And listen, there is a time for it. Like, um, again, my coach told me he sat us all down. We had a tough loss in college against a top 20 team. And we should have beat them, right? They were actually a top 10 team. And we, 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 we just didn't wrestle well. We didn't execute for that day. And he crushed us in practice. But he basically sat us down after that second practice. And he goes, listen, at this level, you've done all the work. You know, it's not about the attitude. It's not about the prep. It's not about the skill set, Matt. It's really at the college level. It's about winning. And long and short, if you ain't winning in that level and you're doing everything you can, it's just not worth it, right? And um, our job, and this is something that TK McGonigal's dad, uh, Ty, used to tell me, he goes, Dave, our job is to, he goes, our job is basically to take the arrows for the high school coaches. We're here, and that's why Joe and I have the same philosophy. We're very, very rare. We want brand new kids that we can build from the ground up and invest time with them. And if they go somewhere else, that's okay. I mean, if you look at the states, it doesn't matter if it's VAWA for youth or the high school VHSL. There's two to four Nova guys on there that train. We actually go Monday through Friday, and then we do 15-hour uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday sessions, like three on Friday, six and six on Saturday, Sunday. So we almost have two rooms. We've trained all the big guys around here, and we're lucky because they come to our club, and it's kind of like a, a secret underground in, in some ways on the weekend stuff but we built it through COVID and 
we can say, yeah, it's paid off dividends for Novo, but our, our goal is really on a much bigger level than that is just to, if people start to imitate Nova and then Tanner back to the original guy that started it, he goes, Dave, how do we know when we're successful? I go, there's two ways we know we're successful. When you get to a point and practice is over and kids as well as parents are staying around and they're not rushing out the door. If kids are rushing in and kids aren't rushing out to leave, that's the number one indicator. You're on the right path when you're small. And I said, the second thing is when you are successful, it's when other clubs try to basically imitate you. And I said, we're going to be like a startup. We're going to try lots of things and fail, but we're going to do, we're going to fail fast. And so we're going to implement something, see it, stay with the parent, to ask the parents, ask the kids, see what the dynamics are. And like, once I started doing a lot of stuff on Instagram, we were innovating because we were one of the first clubs to do it. But then there were people that were starting to imitate us afterwards. And thievery is the best form of flattery. And I, we are here to innovate Virginia and the mid-Atlantic wrestling. So other people start to say, that's when we know we're on track. When other clubs start to see stuff and you can tell, like you're on Instagram, you start seeing the labels and they start doing the same thing formats you do. And they're starting off learning it. Fantastic. We are here to extend all the branches to help. If anybody's ever got a question, you can call me right here and text me, whatever. I'm more than happy to help you guys build a club. I will give a special shout out to one of my favorite people and, and one of my favorite, if not favorite club, Jody Strip Matter from the Young Guns. So when we started, you know, the, there's four P's of, uh, of, of marketing. One of them is pricing, packaging, you know, and all that stuff. I went out and I went to the Dark Knights. I went to M2. I went to Buxton. I mean, I went and, and looked them up. I, I knew all of their website. I knew all the packaging. I knew all the pricing. And we tried to get it right. And we adjusted along the way. But the club that I always have the most respect for that I think is doing it right, because you know, have Jody, who's a teacher, and we've been up to the ranch, Lemon Drop, and all over. And I've got a lot of friends up in Pennsylvania since I lived up there for college. And just everybody in my own personal experience, what a, what a spectacular man, family, him and John, uh, their staff, the kids that I meet from there, they just do a, a great job. And I told them, we're going to basically, Tanner, we're going to copy what the Young Guns did. They're having super success right now. We are going to imitate them. And then eventually we are going to innovate in the mid-Atlantic. And then people, if we do it right, and we build it the way that we should, like a business and execute on the levels that we're supposed to, we'll have the right people in the right place at the right time to do the right things. And the results will come. And we feel that they have. We will let other people be the judge of our success. But right now, we feel that the banners that are in the room, our kids are we're preparing the kids with the right mental attitude and skill set to execute on the day for success, whatever success means. Youth and under is not college. It's about the preparation, the attitude, the mentality, and getting them in those situations and see how they execute. And then we bring it back into the room. And it's a balance of in the room, competition live, back in the room, and just helping them along the, their path. And we are just, um, I would say, uh, custodians of some of that. And, uh, you know, we help build little monsters right so well, long-winded way but uh, you know check a lot of boxes but that's all you know we wanted to talk about philosophy today what are your thoughts what are some of the latest trends in philosophy that you're seeing out there or 
you know, it's, it's, it's not that, uh, it's revolutionary or something that's, uh, unknown, but it's hard to execute upon, even as an adult, you know, motivation is different than discipline, right? Absolutely. And keeping it in perspective, seeing the big picture. And that's what I love what you're saying about how, you know, it all ties in like the success of a good business is going to be the same as success in a wrestling club or the same with an athlete success leaves clues. And that's what I love. Uh, listening to high performers and high and high performing coaches in all different fields, because when you find the underlying threads, the, the patterns, the themes, they are the same. So I, I'm, there's plenty of gems right here that you gave unbelievable information, David. I love it. Now we're going to, yeah. we're going to build back better with that, with that Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that that's what it's all about, but, but it's about yeah. spreading that message to the wrestling world. And I, and I love the open arms approach. Um, Lord knows the wrestling community needs it. So thank you for all that you do. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. And uh, same for you. And, and, you know, I'll give you one little extra thought, you know, this is when I'm talking to people, things just start popping off in my head. It's just kind of that entrepreneurial spirit that I love, you know um, you know, it's great that you get on Joe Rogan and he says, ah, there's nothing doing the mindset like that. And all of a sudden it's like, yeah, there is this one guy that's doing it. And then the next thing, you know, you know, they're dropping Z mindset on there. And I, I'm like, I started laughing. I'm like, so true, you know, besides focusing on just the athlete and then going from wrestling to MMA and it goes there. I think you should also have classes and, and have a program for coaches, club owners and coaches and kids. It really is different. You know, one of the best ones I've seen is, uh, it's called 3d, uh, foundations training. Um, Frank Beasley over at George Mason. We have a close relationship with those guys. He's one of the top guys around to teach that, but it's about physical, mental, and emotional and tie them together. But, you know, I think that's a, a different type of version of what you're training, but, um, you know, I see club coaches that, um, some people have not been to the top of the mountain yet. And it's nice to go up and then come back down. And if I personally haven't been up there, I have a guide that can take me up to the mountain and whether it be a mentor or a friend um, or, or somebody, you know, you know, I don't know what it's like to be in a national finals, but I've got another coach that's been in two of them. And if not, I know enough guys that I can give a call, right? We were up at final X, you know, um, we're big fans of, uh, Chance Marsteller, love JB as well, right? He was just, he was actually got a nice picture with the uh, the Gilbert boys I was talking about earlier and up on Instagram. So thank you for doing that. You know, talk about great being great. And we had seven stellar guys and we were all going nuts and the whole place was looking at us. Like, are you crazy? He's never going to win. And, you know, we really believed in Chance. We've seen him do the hard work and we've gone up to stellar. And he's somebody that has invested into my kid. So, you know, again, it takes a village. It takes a village. There's an old Chinese saying, it, it, you know, let's, I'm sorry, I take that back. It's actually African. It takes a village and it takes at least five houses to raise a kid. So build your, when you build your village and your kid, I also took the same approaches. I wanted Nova to be its own entity. And Tanner goes, when do you really feel like we've made it? I said, when you and I are gone, that we have a business plan, that we're successful, that people feel it's so special that you and I are gone and wrestlers have kids and they come back to Nova. I don't want a seven-year club. I don't want a dad club. I don't want the maniacs that the guys are 
the kids are wrestling and the dads are up there yelling at their kids over coaching. And we, every room has it, right? Um, and then you got to have a discussion and say, hey. And then, but eventually, the retaining of the club level, not just the kids, because it always goes, one club goes, it drops, and it gets replaced by another club. But we don't grow the sport, right? And I think if everybody took a long-term, I we literally, I built a 30-year plan when we started. That is why we got the amount of money and the resources and made everything feel special. Because at the end of the day, we were building a powerhouse, not just for wrestling. That's kind of one way to do it. We're building a powerhouse for our community. And if you can't get into the high school, the challenge with America today is you used to have two places back in the 50s and the 60s or even the 70s where kids hung out. Number one was at their local high school doing sports after school and then they'd go home. Number two was if they're in the urban areas was the local community center. As we've become more elite or had more money in this country, we've started to get more specialized in sports. So the, the center of kids worlds really isn't high school anymore. It tends to be after that they're going to clubs like ours or they're going to specialty things. Who knows? So the club has the, has the social responsibility to fill that void for its community. So my mom did a lot of volunteer work, right? You know, she did two things. People coming into the world, she used to help um, single mothers uh, who just had a kid and were pregnant or teenage kids that got pregnant and would help them through that process with their family. And then on the exit, she helped with hospice. And um, I learned from my mother just to give back. And what I always find interesting, it doesn't matter where you are in this world, my high school coach said the same thing because uh, I went to a couple, two different high schools. They both said the same thing as well as my college coach. This is our sport. Make sure you give back to this sport and people around you. And that's what I really look from what my mom and my coaches have taught me, what I'm doing at Nova, why I'm so passionate about not just our, not just our club, but overall what I think is the greatest and oldest sport is uh, about. And it's about what we do for wrestling because we're wrestling with not just on the mat, but we're wrestling with our own lives off the mat, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And it doesn't matter if you're four, it doesn't matter if you're 25, and it doesn't matter if you're going to be 53 next month. We all have challenges and we've got to overcome it. And that's why I think Z mindset training for the youth is so important for when you get older. That's what our sport's about preparing for life. So. Absolutely. Thank you so much, David. And you're right. If you if you're if you're gonna come in and approach wrestling as a, I'm gonna I'm gonna take 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 and not give, you got you got the wrong idea. You got you got a bad attitude. Talk about mindset right there. I mean that's that's not what this is about. Especially when we could enhance the person so much as such a wrestling is just such a great metaphor for life, and it's such a great vehicle to build virtue and mental skills for everything. So, man, great, awesome. Anything else? Anywhere else we could send people for you? No, you know what? I mean, two things. If you want to come and check out, uh, first off, if you want to check out Nova, you know, again, go to our, go to this uh, uh, logo on Facebook or Instagram. We're building, I'm building the Instagram back up. If you want to check our club out, you can come here. If you have any questions about starting a club, how to escalate and build the club, get coaches and anything we can do, any question you have, I am always available. Just text me. I love to help out a lot of 
coaches, clubs, and kids. And I just think keep your eye on the macro and the big picture. It's the greatest sport. Make people aware of it. Number two, retain the kids. And then, you know, just do the right things. You know, actions speak louder than words. Be the best you you can be. And people will follow you because they want to be the best them they can be. So thanks a lot for everything you do. And I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, David. Take care. Awesome. Yep. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.